This following episode contains spoilers for the film or films being discussed. You have been warned. remember the big moments in the movies we see, the big set pieces, the famous dialogue, the twists, the naked times. But film is an entity made up of hundreds of little moments that either make them special or relegate them to obscurity. We are here to talk about those moments. Welcome to Movie Microscope. Kick it, Movie Microscope. Today's episode is Dark Skies. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest movie, Microscope. My name is Nick Nunziata, and I am your gracious host. Alongside me, the buttoned-up, super microchipped, super terror-fast, sweet-looking, sweet-gridden, totally pancake-liking, small-ass little treat, Justin Waddell. What's up? Well, you know, I'm just out there. I'm just, I'm just out there murdering, out there killing it. Yeah? Yeah. How about you? Of course, I'm back on the road, so. You out there crushing? I'm out there hating it. Squeezing out there? Uh, I'm in probably my least favorite place. Florida. Not just that. The worst part of it. Miami? South Beach, even. So why don't you like it? Is it too busy? It's just embarrassing. It's 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 uh it's the worst in humanity, it really is. <laughs> why do you say that? It's just it's it's a shit show. It really is. <laughs> Are people showing off their bodies? I mean it's summer. They're showing off something, but it's just it's just bad. Are you getting uh Dirty looks? No, nope, no. I'm, Any I'm attitude? No. So what's the, yeah? What else is going on? You, I mean, are you out there? Can we sit, can we officially? I mean, we've dodged COVID, right? I mean, it's yeah. You officially dodged, right? Yeah. I mean, are you still dodging, or are you officially done dodging? Honestly, at this point, I I am wait. I'm the guy in breaking away on his bike with his arms back and his hair in the breeze, like uh, taking the world on as it comes. Mm-hmm. That's me, like to COVID. Like and, just, the, and the bike's COVID? I'm trying to... No, no, what... the, the wind is COVID. Oh, okay. Yeah, bounce off of my locks, you know? COVID bounce off my face. <laughs> you dodged, man. You dodged COVID. And I dodged COVID while being a relatively out there dude. I know, you're out there in the world. I was... I was wiping, I was masking, I was giving people the stink eye, I was keeping my dist. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah. I was playing, playing mostly by the rules, you know, every once in a while... I, you know, I'd lick somebody all up and down, but you know, mostly it's just great. You know, that's good to hear. I'm glad that you got through it. Never got COVID that you know of. Never Not that I know COVID. of. Yeah, same thing with you, right? Never got it. I got tested once. Didn't have it. Didn't have it. Did you get tested to see if you ever had it? I didn't. If I had the antibodies or whatever. No. Yeah, yeah. I know that we had an, a Brownwell episode that preceded this, and I think a lot of folks were expecting that to be the norm. But no, man, the the world moves. Too fast. Well, you're out on the road. It's hard. It's hard to get into Brownwall Studios. Um, plus, I think everybody's disappointed. Last time, no actual Brownwall appearance. 
Yeah, the, the family was out of town, so nobody was taking massive swingers upstairs. No flushing, no pipe wasn't whispering. But I, I'm here to tell you, Brownwall still is in full effect. Yeah, you heard actually, it plenty of times. In the interim, during during the COVID season, mm-hmm. Brownwall actually got uh, some work done on it. What? Yeah, we actually had a pipe replaced in Brownwall. Did you uh, did you take the opportunity to auto-tune Brownwall? No. Does it sound mm-hmm. sweet now? No, no, no. Actually, I said, can you cl- can you get that clean pipe out of here? I need some filth in this nug. Were they impressed by Brownwall, the people that came in to work on your house? Yeah, well, the the first guy that came in, I had to fire because he's he was just standing there like in a trance. It's like, is this where the people zoom? <laughs> he's like looking at it like the monolith. He's like, is this where you spilled that jug of water? Super fan. And I said, none other. I had to, it was getting a little creepy because it was, I'd come down at like two in the morning and he'd be standing there tranced out. Well, let me be the first to, to congratulate you and thank you for firing one of our only fans. Yeah. Well, yeah. no, the only fans is coming. We, we're working on that. <laughs> but the thing is, it was funny because he said, I'm your biggest fan. I would do anything for you. And I said, would you comment? He said, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> Like that's a, it's a bridge too far. Paraphrasing meatloaf. He said that's a bridge way. too far, and I said episode two hundred and thirty-eight. We got to, you know, we got to do a classic at one point. I mean, other than Dark Skies, yeah. we're gonna have to do two. What do you ever think about doing like an old one, like an old? Actually, I wanted to do a bridge too far recently because I started to watch it and I turned it off because I love that movie and I was like, I'm gonna wait till we zoom in. Who is um? Who's Every, in that? everybody's in that? Really? Yeah, everybody. It's it's. I, I would say there are twenty megastars in that movie. All right, give me one. Sean Connery, right? Tony Hop. <laughs> Sean got, Connery, Tony. Oh, it's Anthony Hopkins. I think you got Bobby Red. Oh, he's in there. Yeah, I think. Uh, now, I've never seen this movie. Is it about people that are trying to get to a bridge and it is just out of reach? It's hard to get to. Very great war film. And they give up, and they say it ends with them saying it's too far. It's World War II, man. It's Operation Market Garden in this. Jonathan Connery, Ryan O'Neill, Oof. Larry Olivier, oh, Mike, I'm there. Mike Kane, Oof. Joseph Peeper, or Josephine Peeper. Uh, you got Dirk Bogard, another great one. Gene Hackman. Why is it only showing a few? Let's see the full piss. I want to see the entire piss. Where is it? <laughs> No, no, you need to bring out the entire item. There we go. All right, so let me keep whittling down your dreams. Let's see. Edward Fox, Tony Hopkins, James Kahn, a different Colin Farrell, Maximilian Schell, our favorite. Nice. Liv Ullman, Elliot Gould. Jeez, this is stacked. Ben Cross in an early role, dead. Denim Elliott, dead. Arthur Crash? I don't know. Um, Lawrence Levy said Robert Redford. John Ratzenberger. He is not. You mean Connery and Ratzenberger together again after Outland? They don't or before around. Outland? They don't fuck around. I didn't know Outland was a reunite, like getting the gang back together pick. You want to talk, I mean, that is star power. Why wait to 243 or whatever you said? Let's do that soon. Okay. Yeah, that's true. And a guy named John Salthouse. <laughs> Huge fan. There's more, but it's, you know, you know how this fucking thing works. But yeah, these are big piss. Yeah, and and, and the thing is, there's a lot of these guys that are in this that were big British stars that like Jeremy Kemp, I know, is a sort of a big deal. Yeah. 
Yeah. But I don't know their, his work too well. But yeah, Tell me a little bit about the director who directed this mess. Dickie Attenborough. He did not. He sure did. He's in there? Yeah, I think his teeth were better shape back then. That before or after he was a sir, I wonder. A lot of sirs in that movie. Yeah. Sir John Ratzenberger. <laughs> now I know you tripping. They don't even call him sir at restaurants. <laughs> Anyway, so, well, that's yeah. interesting. I, I haven't seen this. I, I remember being a big fan of the Guns of Navarone 2. Force 10. Is it called Force 10 from, Force, from Navarone? Force 10 from Navarone. Hank, Hank, Hank Ford and Bob Shaw. Look who, you know who's all showing up all handsome up in there? Looking duff. Bob Carradine? Harrison Ford looking yeah, beautiful yeah. in that movie. That's right. Bobby, see, remember, do you remember that, that Harrison Ford and Mark Hamill had competing war films at one point? And well, it was the big was red Hamill, one. Yeah, Hamels is remembered a little bit more fondly, I imagine. Force, Force 10, 10 was 10, an action though. film. Yeah, it was like an Uncommon Valor one, you know, kind of action. We should watch that too, because that's a movie I used to watch all the time for some reason. Let me zoom in. Mm-hmm. Super boring. Is it boring? Let me give you another one that I watched all the time. It was the one with the aircraft carrier that went back in time. The Final Countdown. I watched it constantly. Yeah. And for some reason, the Poseidon Adventure too. Well, yeah. Sequel. Well, they finally got it right with the upside down boat. Did the did the boat go upside down both times? I don't think so. That sucks, man. When you're on a boat and it does that, I believe they call it capsize. I uh, I was driving past the port on my way into town, and it was neat to see all the cruise ships were back in uh, back in effect. It was good to see them all there. I love going on cruises. It you gives do? Me, I do. I love cruises. I've never, no, I've never known you to be on a cruise. Did I not pay attention? I've gone on one, at least one since I've known you, maybe two. You love them, you just don't partake very often. Yeah, I mean, it's it, there's, a, there's a tackiness factor that can override. You know, you're on these things, and the, I'm in the minority. You think about the people that typically go on cruises, it's it's um, it's people who've given up a lot of the time. Seniors, there's a lot of gambling on cruises. Do you ever That's, do that? Absolutely. That's where I kind of fell in love with it. That's where I kind of fell in love with cigars and gambling. Really? Yeah, and old people. It's like my three vices. Yeah. I actually won a shuffleboard tournament on my first cruise. Did you really? Yeah. Hooked up with this old character and we just took, we ran the table. Did you win a little money? A little scratch? I won a little trophy. Did the captain present it? No, no. Actually, I had to go into the old man's room for him to present it. At least, I mean. Remember this man's name? No, but he, his, uh, his, uh, he had a, he had a sign on his door that said beating you. What? (laughs) the creeper uh, yeah i played i played shuffleboard with the creeper on his cruise ship can you imagine the creeper he must have been dumb that he I never mean, thought of this we should do jeepers creepers four we find out that he doesn't actually go dormant for 27 years he's he goes on cruises for 27 years i give you one reason why he's not on a cruise tell me old people he ain't interested <laughs> no his director ain't interested <laughs> i know and he's a stand-in for the director that's true i mean let's just be honest i super zoomed so anyway, Nick, this is, I mean, it's a big one today. Yeah, I'm glad we did it. I was nervous to do it. First of all, guys, we're, we're, we're beating around the old bush. You know, it's, we're talking about a movie that we're about to go nuts on. But if you're not aware, and if this is your first time, congratulations on listening to us drop inside jokes about Jeepers Creepers that have no bearing on your, on your life in any shape. It's a movie microscope. It's a show where we zoom in. We watch a film through particle board splitch and we <laughs> carry the cascades through the Rugrats news and then we find ourselves waterfalled. We burn virgins and we 
sick the cats on our own. Touching the sweetness until the ripe ones burst. Kluke. <laughs> Watch it. Sounds like sounds like a beat poet <laughs> happening. Watch a film through the stomach's eyes and tell you what makes or breaks. And share what the likes of you. So if we're talking about sibling rivalry, I'm going to talk about the scene where Kirstie Alley gets super laid. And in her post-coital afterglow, designs the Gigapet. <laughs> talk about the little moments. Let me stop you right there. <laughs> Sibling rivalry? Do you remember this? I vaguely remember it. And Kirstie Alley obviously had kind of a quite a career for a little bit of time before she went absolutely nuts. I saw Pelicula El Teatro. So the film at the movie, the theater, I got it. I was in there. So who, tell me who was in this with her. They wouldn't I have just think, trusted this picture with I think it had. I think it had a, a cataclysm of bland white. Mm-hmm. I think you bumped Scott Bakula up against Bill Pullman in that. They're both in there? I'm sh- not sure, but I think so. That may have been my first pull. Hollywood did not come calling for old Scott Bakula too often. Still charming as shit, though. Great. Great actor. Um. Uh, you know, Soderbergh used him a little bit recently. Well, not so recently. Candelabra? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's done a lot. Of, he still does a lot of TV. He's still at it. Mm-hmm. He would have been a good fit to Sex in the City if he he would have been a good fit on that show. As a as a love interest? He or? could have been like Mr. Medium, you know, some. It would have been cool if he would have kept his character from Quantum Leap and they, they just kind of put it, him in Sex in the City. Right. Every once in a while he shows up. Him and Dean Stockwell. Out of sync with time. Yeah. Yeah, he is. He got, that's a sad, Quantum Leap has a sad ending where he's forever lost in time, never gets to come back home. He just kept blipping around the different timelines. He, didn't never die. Gets to he rest. doesn't die, though. No, but he never goes home. Sounds like the perfect storm. Sounds perfect. Remember, he would, he would wear another person's persona. That was the go back in time and put on someone's uh, person as, as like, as a, as a costume, I guess. I don't know how, yeah. I don't know how to describe it. Did you, were you a big fan of that show? No, that's when TV took a wet one. That was when TV was tough. Never watched the show very few times, but I did watch the last one and cried without any foreknowledge. I watched like a couple of them and still managed to squeeze out tears in the last one. That's great. I'm a softie. Yeah. Speaking of softies, the grays, do you think they're softies in this? <laughs> those sweeties this is oh. dark skies today folks yeah it is you, you read the link you know 2013s dark we pulled a, we pulled a big one out today and you know it had to be done here's the thing about this movie i'd never seen it i know very little about it uh prior to watching it i just knew that it was once the title of this movie is once going to be the title to et's sequel correct Right. And E.T. sequel had a similar plot. No E.T., just a bunch of mean aliens terrorizing people. Which I I would trade a lot for that. And I think it would have been cool if they the filmmakers snuck in. You know, maybe our family is at a restaurant and in the corner booth is the E.T. family eating. Just so we know. So we know. Just like just like the E.T.s that were in Phantom Menace. That this is extended universe, you know, just just a little tease. Is, is this the same universe as Elliot's family? Well, yes, it is. No, it is. It's the sequel to ET, and that's how we know. It just doesn't cover the same characters, but but ET's family is sitting there over there eating. 
you know, Gertie's, you know, they're full grown now. They're grown and maybe they're celebrating Peter Coyote's funeral. Having a little, they're at Denny's or something. They're just mm. chewing out, you know, and then we, we whip pan over to Carrie Russell and she's like, what a nice looking family. And then, you know, maybe another patron winks at the camera in the background, you know. Why does the mom look so happy? Wonder what they're celebrating. Peter Coyote took it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I she, think she dumped him, though. She dumped him. You think so? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do you know this? So is this in the. Because Spielberg replaces Dick with a flashlight. How does Dark Skies begin? Well, there's some gr- people grilling hot dogs, Nick. But there's a, a quote first. Oh, Arthur C. Clarke quote. Which right? is a, it's a great quote. I, it's, yeah. It was used in something else, I believe. Yeah, yeah, was it? I think so. Do you remember the quote? Yeah, it was like dump them out or something. <laughs> it was. Yeah. Yeah. What was it? No, I don't remember. I didn't write it down. It was long. It was like a, it's, it's very short. It's something to the effect of it's two parter. I thought no. Either aliens exist or they don't, and both are terrifying. Something to that effect. Mm, mm-hmm. There's only two. There's only two options or something. Aliens exist, exist or they don't. Yeah. And both are terrifying. Which which is more terrifying? That they don't. You think? Fuck yeah. This movie proved it. Because mm-hmm. these are the aliens I want. Seriously. You, side, you sided with aliens here? Yeah, don't you remember? I think we were talking about on E.T. where I said, I hope aliens do exist and I hope they do hate us. And I hope they do like cause pain. They don't hate us. These aliens... They're intrigued. They're intrigued by us. Intrigued and yeah. indifferent. Yeah. They have to know. Nick. Yeah, yeah. They got to find out what, you know what each finger does and where it does it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what I took from the film. Yeah. So they they stalk their these aliens. They hone in, and then they stalk for years, and then they appear and they abscond. But we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, I, I the the original. This was a big blacklist script. And it was the opening scene that was such a big deal, and they cut the damn thing out of the final film. Yeah, okay, so let's hear it. What, what happens? No, it's, in the like, scene? it's in the cockpit of the aliens' craft, and then uh, their equivalent of Jeep, you know, their Apple Play or whatever on their on their uh-huh. console goes boy sighting eight o'clock, and they whip that machine around. There's a baby boy ready to get blasted. It's gonna make that kid ours. You know, let's start. You know, let's just play. You know, a little kid checkers with this. Let's get, let's get in there and start working the uh, magic ladder. <laughs> Damn, they shouldn't have cut it. Just yeah. much like the cat's eye opening, they shouldn't have cut that. Yeah. Um, there are cats in this. We'll get to it. So the beginning of this movie, Nick and I, you know, we've been doing some movies lately. A lot of, a lot of links, a lot of hot dogs showing up in these movies. <laughs> this one, no exception, Nick. Right. They're growing hot dogs. I mean, sheathed meat is a big part of the show, period. <laughs> and who who appears at the beginning of this movie that is forgotten, but you miss him or her the whole time? I don't remember. The tailless lizard. Oh, that's true. And one of the youngest. So this is a family of four. Uh, Carrie Russell, her husband, the laid back legend, the nice guy actor, Josh Hamilton, everybody's favorite. Yep. And then you got two two of the two boys or two yeah like a kid who's probably thirteen and then the youngest I don't know how old he is seven let's just put him at seven he, that seven year old's got this I don't know lizard this tailless lizard in a shoebox mm-hmm. 
And he's he's taking that around this cookout that kicks off the movie. Yeah. And I know that I know you were you probably had to like that part a little bit. I did. I didn't like seeing the, the tailless lizard. What happened to his tail? Well, luckily, it's of a species that regrows the tail. Mm-hmm. But I'd like to think that they found that and shot it. I don't want to think that they gave, they terrified the lizard, scared its tail off and then roll. You know, it's like the first AD had to scare the shit out of the lizard right before they yelled mm-hmm. action. And the lizards look looking back where his body used to be. He's like, what the fuck just happened? Although I, I was at the planet Hollywood where they had the tail. So I know that he made it. I Carrie Russell kicks off this, the movie with this line of dialogue. How's the specimen? It's talking about that lizard, but I mean, the aliens probably saying the same thing up in their ship. Well, that's what she said. And that's why they got two kids. So anyway, uh, what's happening? So they're looking for their their uh, oldest son. He's nowhere to be found. They're calling him home. What's ha- what's he doing, Nick? What he's saying he's playing a video game, but what's he doing? He's watching some porn. He's watching porn with his friend, his his older friend. They keep making a big deal about how he's hanging out with this older kid, Ratner. Yeah, and uh, they're watching porn, and this Ratner kid, he try he's king he's cock of the walk. Like this kid is, he knows it all. And he says to the porn that they're watching, which is Schoolgirls 3, it says, this is the credits where two characters are facing each other. He said, this shit is weak, man. I said, give it a few minutes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they are they are looking at each other. Right. You know, they're not even. Um, and then he says that he's done, he's done this shit. He's done it way more. And then that's when they're kissing. Yeah. So aliens later, by the way, <laughs> port that into the his uh, hallucination. Fuck yeah, they, they did the same porn. Yeah. <laughs> school Schoolgirls three. And it's not unlike in Signs where they were defeated by something, mm-hmm. you know, innocent. Right. You know, this movie, the aliens are defeated by a copyright infringement. <laughs> yeah. That's not a real porn. I imagine if you look up, they probably had. It's like a cute cameo from some people that worked on the movie. Yeah, I don't. Who knows? Yeah, not a real one. But um, I didn't zoom in that hard. Well, they had complete sex, and then they told them afterwards that it was just a, a goof. But you might as well clean up. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I mean, let's let's talk about the plot. So it's, this mm-hmm. the story is about a family that undergoes a traumatic series of events that they cannot explain, mm-hmm. and then obviously it's gray aliens. <laughs> They get fucked with. It's like a, this movie is supposed to be a found footage movie. This is they thought about it and then they didn't. And I think this is a complaint that I often have is when they do found footage. And I'm always like, they should have just made this into just a normal movie. This time they did that before the cameras rolled and they were right. Yeah, I like the. Uh, uh, you could fault the aliens for a lot of things, but escalation is not one of them. They have no problems escalating what they're doing. No, because they start off rather innocently and then they get fucking serious. They get very serious and then they make good on their promise to make uh, this family's life a living hell and then disrupt this natural order of the family by removing a piece. Yeah. You know, removing a slice of the family pizza. (laughs) It does not come back. I thought the only the only part where the film sort of rang a little hollow 
uh, is when the alien at the end, when the aliens grab the boy and they go, I'll have that. And then they leave. <laughs> I'll be taking that. <laughs> mm. So the kids, uh, the actors that play these, these two children, Jesse and Sam, Dakota Goyo, and, and, and Caden Rocket in Kate, this. Yeah, Caden Rocket. That's a name Kaden I don't need. Rocket. Any relation to Charles Rocket? I don't think so. Well, if 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 so, I got some bad news for Caden. R.I.P. Charles Rocket. Yeah, but then again, I can't feel too bad for somebody who is named Caden. Caden mm-hmm. Rocket still working out there. I don't think Dakota Goyo is is doing much these days. But I looked up their IMDb's because that's how that's the kind of commitment I have to this show. I click on the link to see if these these actors are still working. Josh Ham Josh Hamilton. I'm a huge fan of his, and I got suckered into watching a fucking musical. What a fucking bill of goods. <laughs> It'd be incredible if Lin-Manuel Manuel Miranda did start out writing a musical about the actor Josh Hamilton and yeah. pivoted. Do you remember? Let's just talk a little bit about Josh Hamilton. What movies do you remember that he's been in? The Zero. He's so he is so so forgettable that I don't remember a damn thing that he's been in. Kicking and Screaming. That was his first like big movie. And I don't know if she's in it. She's indie movie. She's either in Walking and Talking or Kicking and Screaming. I think she's in Walking and Talking. That was like the indie naming convention for a while. Just let's take two things and put them together. Then later, much later, he was in uh, Bo Burnham's eighth grade. Yeah. Played the dad in that. Plays the dad in this. And this dad, he's having a little trouble. Carrie Russell's a realtor. And this guy, this poor Josh Hamilton, he's out of work. He's looking for work. And I He's an architect, I, which is a big film career. A lot of people in films are architects. Is he an architect? I couldn't tell. I, I guess the blueprint was, the blueprints were my first clue. I just know that he's looking for work and that he's he worked on projects. But um he's having trouble. He he has a inter- big interview and they show him choke in the interview and afterwards he's taking it out on his car with his briefcase yep uh, my note says i couldn't tell if he got the job <laughs> and he comes home and lies to his wife that but, it went well but i i agree i have to feel him i i like i i'm not very good at interviews either i i feel him you know that that appealed to me i'm also not very good when aliens come into my life somehow i, I do the same thing he does i, I shut down well, before that scene, we find out, okay, so the first visit from this mm-hmm. unknown form mm-hmm. enters the house. And I love this facet to alien lore that they add to this movie. Yeah. They get the munchies. <laughs> alien get the munchies. She goes downstairs, and that fridge is fucked. There, it's everything all over the floor. Nothing else touched. Alien went nuts. I know it's all messy in there, and so they're like they call the cops. They're like, "Oh man, someone broke in." But you know, do you remember what it? Do you remember what it ate? No pudding. It only ate the lettuce. Mm, Health conscious. Yeah, they got to keep that that thin figure. You know, you don't need a a a dumpy gray out there. They definitely have thin figures. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. They 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 cut a they cut a swath through the through the air, man. They move like little knives. I love them. And the aliens do show up in this. And they spare every expense rendering those things. <laughs> Once again, effective. Pulled it off. But I yeah. I think so effective. But. So yeah, the guy who was the villain in WandaVision shows up, or the the, the bad FBI agent. Plays That's where him. he was from. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, he shows up and he's useless police. Although he, he does, uh, he talks about a sleep eater though. He does talk about a sleep eater. And I was thinking what a cool creature that would be. It comes and eats your sleep. So he thinks that the trouble that they're having, because the next night something else happens in that kitchen. A little poltergeist moment. They balance all the foods. And they create like a little a little uh, crop circle on the ceiling thing. They do, and they and they balance all the cereal boxes and weird like and they're and they do all sorts of like crazy like magnetic, I don't know what, but balancing act. It's very well done by those aliens. Very nice guys. Yeah, yeah they killed it. So anyway, this cop shows up and he's basically accusing their kids. He's like, "Your kids are up to no good here," um, and then they're like, "No, no, our kids aren't doing this." And so then this is where the sleepy theory comes up i guess it comes up after that first one right maybe your kids are getting up in the middle of the night doesn't realize it and is eating and sleepwalking and sleep eating right yeah yeah but then she said no because it was lettuce there's a way that you know a, a, a preteen would go eat some lettuce for god's sakes but do you ever do you ever sleepwalk no yourself no how do you know that's true i don't uh, i'm just i'm just kind of you know there's what's happening in this movie and nick and i are kind of going th- through it step by step is these aliens are pranking this family and yeah. things get at, they get at, they escalate as Nick said earlier, they're fucking with the mental state of this family and the family doesn't know what's going on. They think someone's breaking in. They get, they get an alarm system back working. And then the one night when they get that alarm system working, all the alarms go off at every entrance at once. But before the, I mean, yeah, that's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. But first, there's a pretty big zoom. What? You know, they're having money trouble, right? That's a big part of this story. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. they're, they're kind of guilt tripping each other a little bit about mm-hmm. how they spend their money because they're, you know, things, their belts are tightening. You know, it's the world's mm-hmm. getting, they got to keep those kids, you know, daddy ain't working, fed. And um, there's a moment where she's been kind of riding him pretty hard about that. Like he's not, he's not breadwinning. He wishes. Yeah. Well, they ain't, they ain't having sex either. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Right. But then he tries to turn the tables and it's his timing could not be worse. So right. they're, they're in bed and she is watching a shark eat the daylights out of a seal. And it's at that moment where he says, maybe we should cut the cable. Like how <laughs> fucking dare you in her moment of triumph, watching the coolest shit. He threatens her with cable. And she, yeah, and, well, and she said, are things that desperate? I mean, I know you've been out of work for months and months, but are we that? Are we there? You know? Yeah, not to the point. I'm not watching animals get sea-eaten. So she's a realtor. She's in a house, right? Mm-hmm. Um, she's trying to sell a, um, a house that has a very interesting lamp hanging over the dinner table. Okay. It has a orange and orange slices and lime slices, like. Yeah. On this lamp shade. Did you notice this? A seventies house. Yeah. Um, do you remember his alarm password? Who? The dads? Yeah. Josh Hamilton's. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Lacey two fourteen. Is it really? It's wife's you zoomed name. in. Yeah. I didn't see that. You zoomed in, Nick. It's when it's when the guy from WandaVision at the house talking about the old alarm. That's when they decided to get an alarm. But they ultimately the the like one of the scariest things I've ever seen in a horror film is what ultimately tips the uh Tips the uh, the scales to where they have to commit to that alarm. What? You remember what the alien does the second night? Or maybe it's the third night. Takes all the photographs. Oh, I know. That's a huge one. That's a, It's kind of a disturbing moment. It's a um, bit. It's also a little Shyamalan in that they're like, we just fucked you up, didn't we? 
Like we, all the pictures are missing from their frames. Did we just? Did we just totally fucking? Are you pissing? Did we make you piss? Well, that's the thing is, so they hear, they hear weird, they sense weird, and everything that happens, they can kind of explain as some kind of kids getting in their house. Something. I mean, it's hard to explain, but it's it's strange. And then the wait, did the photos go missing before the birds hit the house? What? What's no, no, the, yeah, what? the birds are after that. The first, it's the, okay. it's the food. Then it's the uh, just the little sculpture mm-hmm. in the in the kitchen. And then it's the uh, photographs. I think. Right. Or maybe it's the photographs and the sculpture. Either way, it sucks. Yeah. The birds are later. Yeah. But, you know, first, do you remember? So one of my least favorite people shows up in this movie. Who? Playing the um, the uh, alarm, the security guy. Oh, I don't know. I, I know. I saw. I remember the actor. Who? Brian Stepanek. I don't know him. He is the commercial actor. Oh, yeah? That guy, there was a period of time where he was literally in every commercial. Right. Okay. And it would just wear me out to see him because I, t- I can't associate him with anything but a commercial. If you look up that actor, you, you'll you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. That guy is literally the commercial actor of all time. Yeah, I didn't even recognize him in this. Then Brian Stepanek. Yeah, I I do recognize him. Yeah. I did, he had a hat on though, didn't he? Well, he's allowed. <laughs> Stepanek in this. There's a, a whole series of zooms that are about to happen. Because I came to a massive conclusion watching this film. The older okay. son, Dakota, whatever, Goyo, Dakota Goyo, looks as if Bryce Dallas Howard had sex with Kevin Bacon's nose. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, what a zoom. It's a pig nose Bryce Dallas Howard boy with the feather hair thing going on. He does have lovely locks. He does this. not. He's got the most atrocious hair. Got fair hair. He's got that awful Bieber. I don't know what you call that style that kids wear or still do or wore, where it's where they have to shake their head all the time. You know, right? Nightmare. Yeah, he's a fucked up looking little man. Good actor though. Yeah, he's good in this. I think. Um, here's the the pictures go missing. So what happens? The cops. That's when finally, when the pictures go missing, Dad, desperate from not having a job, he's at his wits end. His wife won't be with him physically emotionally he's like you know maybe this idiot from wandavision's onto something i think my kid took these pictures he starts tossing the room he does he gets he's look- it's his turn to be upset and he's tossing the room looking for these snaps and carrie russell's like cut it out she's she's like you're being crazy you're he's trying to get some explanation going on it's not that crazy but maybe he could do it a little gentler. Maybe that was just yeah, what she suggested. What's crazy is that kid's musical taste. What do you mean? Because he had a poster for Oasis in his room. Mm-hmm. And he had a poster for Currency with an S from their Stoned Immaculate album. Oof. Yeah. Wow. That's a zoom. And then, of course, uh, he's talking like the, hu- the, the husband's talking mad he's talking nonsense about this kid you know all the you know they want to send him to get some tests done to do some therapy and the father throws the money card down and carrie russell zooms in so hard i I had to pause she goes he's our son not a cable bill which to me like that was the eye-opening scene in the movie where it's like (laughs) you know usually they say show don't tell it's too bad his name his name wasn't Bill. That would be a more interesting line, you know. Um, but what if what if that what if that really kind of set him aback? He's like, "Holy shit, you're right." 
Here's the thing. At this point, they're all thinking it's the young son. The young son's the one that's kind of suspicious. He's talking about the Sandman. They're, they had been reading out of this book called Stories from the Shadows, him and his older brother, and it kind of freaked the young kid out. And he's drawing the he's drawing the little cartoon or you know crayon pictures with the aliens, and everybody's worried about him. And you know he's the park pee in his pants. He pisses. Yeah, yeah, little 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 uh, little Sammy drops piss. <laughs> he's he starts doing like a a dead eyed look into the distance, mouth hanging open, doing like a awful alarm sound. That awful yeah. scream. I almost wanted to kill the movie at that point. And so they're worried about him. They're worried about his mental state. Um, the the son they're just worried about because he's hanging out with an older. Uh, ne'er do well yes and why what well, by that i mean he's hanging he's hanging out with the aliens when you don't realize it <laughs> but then your bird scene happens which is a pretty mm. pretty powerful scene yeah it's like uh one bird hits the window then another then all of a them. lot of birds yeah and then i think they say there's like what how many dead birds Eight, are there 800 <laughs> 800 dead birds someone's counting yeah, well, and the best, the, the best though, is the trampoline. Do you remember this? The, there, there's a, the yeah, dead is, bird on the trampoline. The kid is jumping on the trampoline. Dead birds are flying up in the air. <laughs> and then he kicks one. He, he fucking just drop kicks one off the thing. It's rude. So that's weird. Like, birds don't normally, and especially, they only hit their house. The neighbors are out in the yard. They're looking at this uh, blood-spotted house with all these dead birds in the yard, these hazmat suits. Mm-hmm. You know, people tonging birds off the yard, yeah. birds on trampolines. The neighbors are like, and then they look over, and the guy's got a slingshot, and they're popping pigs. Turns out it's the best video game adaptation of all time. <laughs> well, it could take it back to that kitchen scene. All the things stacked, right? Like Katamari Damacy. Just saying that they had a lot of stacked stuff in, in the game you're talking about there. It's fucking sweet. And then we get to see our first alien encounter, which makes me so happy. Because okay. Carrie Russell keeps waking up. There's this recurring thing where she's waking up at a weird hour and she's walking around. And things yeah, they're both kind of. Yeah. And then, at this point, they also have video in the house. They decide to add a little video monitoring to their... They don't have any money, but Daddy sprung for uh, a video <laughs> monitoring system throughout the house mm-hmm. uh, with a big old uh, control center that he falls asleep at the wheel of, uh, you know, looking at a lot. Um, but anyway, yeah, Kara Russell, she gets up to check on her, her kids. She's worried about everybody. At this point, she, she's narrowed it down mm-hmm. to either night terrors or gray aliens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, she did a little research... She went to What's, she went to WebMD and it said uh, she hit probably she hit a search engine. She hit a search engine. Do you know what it was called? What search? Nice. She hit the she hit the search search engine. Yeah, and she found her way to birds from birds hitting your house to aliens, right? Uh, or causing this shit. So what were you saying? She's walking around the house in the middle of the night. What happens? Well, she goes to check on her sweetie. Yeah, she hears she hears him talk and she thinks. Yeah, and what does she find? Well, she sees little. She sees a black a little. It's not gray. It looks very. It's a silhouette kind of thing. But he's a damn alien standing over his bed. 
surprised to see her. I knew I, I, I do a lot of research about aliens, but I did not mm-hmm. know that they had that sweet ass inner thigh gap. They got stick legs, Nick. Yeah, they got, they'd be on the chive if they got a chance. Sweet, mm-hmm. sweet old alien, the bow legged spaceman. So she screams because she sees this silhouette in the room standing over her son's bed, and then she screams and then turns the lights on. Alien yeah. gone child gone Sammy nowhere to be found and then they frantically there's a great moment in this the super zoom Mm -hmm. they are frantically looking around for Sammy Mm -hmm. and Carrie Russell looks in the sink (laughs) (laughs) Carrie Russell is such a good actress though she can sell anything I I believe that she looks in the sink for Sammy I guess it's probably because that you know she's like remember that time Sammy hid in the sink and zoom in yeah He's there. <laughs> he's just checking. He's, he's, hey, he's just looking for Bill Devane's hand. <laughs> but turns so, out he's Sammy's out. outside. He's outside walking towards the road, and all the doors are closed. The alarm's still on. They don't understand how do he get outside. The dad goes out, and he um, he says, "Are you Kitty Pride?" <laughs> he clutches his son. He's like, "What's going on?" He tries to shake him to his senses, and then Sammy's like, "What are we doing outside?" He doesn't understand either. Yeah. And that at that point is that when the dad starts to believe me because before no, this, no, 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 he is sculling in this movie quite a bit. Yep. To Carrie Russell's molder. But at this point, he started to have, you know, he's been scratching at his ear for a few scenes, yeah. which is, mm-hmm. let's just lead in. We know there. what that means. You know what that means. That means he's, he's gay? No, that the aliens got a little. Oh, okay. The vice back there. Yeah, they planted the old. Yeah, they got like the. As soon as he starts rubbing his ear and Carrie Russell's calling attention to it, you know he's got a tracker in there. I like the idea of an alien checking his little portable communicator and clicks on the old Find My Josh Hamilton app. Like, where'd I leave that? Oh, there he is. He's sitting there at his driveway. <laughs> let me let me hit the blood nose button. They're taking bets on how long he won't believe. Like right. He's not going to, how long he, he'll resist it being aliens. It takes a while, but things are, you know, the family dynamic is starting to crumble. They're, they're panicking. Uh, she ha- has be- begun to flag at her job a little bit too. There's a scene where she does a, a little real estate visit with some people and then starts banging her head against that glass. She starts talking nonsense. She's about to make the sale, actually. She starts talking nonsense. She's like, I hear science. I hear chemistry. I hear calculus. <laughs> and then she's just slamming her head against the glass, which I think is a trailer moment. Yeah, I'm sure. And I can't tell yeah. you. Yeah. I mean, people that, I mean, there's a lot of people out there that watch Felicity. There's an awful lot more that didn't. And they were like, I am loving watching this girl, this Felicity, bash her face against the glass. So then she wakes up in bed and she's, it's all a dream. She's like, oh, man, it's all a dream. Nope. Then she looks in the mirror, and she got a big old bruise on her head. It ain't no she dream. It ain't a dream. And her boss calls her going, I heard you went hog wild at the at the sale today. You went absolutely apeshit. What happened? And she said, it won't happen again, sir. He's like, you're damn right, because let me tell you what happened a couple of weeks ago. Your son weird grabbed a tit here. <laughs> so, yeah, so they cut to the oldest son. He is uh, he's in the rental house with uh, his friends, like the one that she's been showing, he gets in there. He invites his, his, his uh, love interest over and he goes, he mimics the beginning of the porn film that he watches. Right. He goes for the boob grab instantly. That girl, she, that girl handles it. Well, I think she rebuffs him. She's like, Hey, what are you doing? And then she immediately goes, you've never kissed a girl before. And he, and he looks shy. So then she allows him to, you know, she plants a ki- she plants a kiss on him, and then very a, innocent. And then a huge missed opportunity happens. Mm-hmm. 
What? No, I don't want him to, to fuck. I don't want you to think Jesus. that. No, no. There's a, the next scene is he is on his oh, bike, and there's a music. It's like a music video. He's the, the joy has entered his life. You know, joy has entered the chat. You Are know? you talking about the part where they played "Days" by the band Drums? Yeah, I guess so. He is thrilled to be alive. It's Days a, go by, and he is so happy. And, thrilled. And he is, you know, he's, you know, and so I thought that would have been so good if he's like in the middle of that, and then all of a sudden. You know, gray aliens in the street, they pulverize him and take him off. You know, they almost do. I mean, they interrupt that moment. He's having a lovely moment on his bike. He's first, uh, you know, he's high off first love, his first kiss. And the aliens do disrupt it. They flash some streetlights uh, at him, sort of. They they impede. They, they say, no, no, no specimen. You can't have fun. You can't be happy. No joy. No joy. Right. They, yeah. They rain on his parade. Alien they make got, it weird. They, make got, it weird. Yeah, they got weird powers, man. They they can control the lights. You know, they can shove birds into windows. That's not that weird, controlling the lights. They can make the bird things weird. They can make you know VHS tapes glitch or I, guess, I bet it makes you reassess the movie The Birds though a little bit. I'd like to think that birds and ET are in the same universe. I've always felt that way. So I mean, if you could tie if you can do it like a if somebody can go out there could do a phantom edit. And pop the birds ET and dark skies into one. That'd be fucking sweet of you. What's going on with, um, by the way, we didn't talk about this uh, on the happening episode that we just did, but Shyamalan, do you think he fashions, he fashions himself, not only Spielberg, but do you think he thinks of himself a little as a, as a kind of a Hitchcock acolyte? Absolutely. I, I, I bet you he would say he is the son of those two fathers. Yeah. And then somebody might raise their hand and say, except they don't suck. That's the one thing, or the apple fell way fucking far from the tree, you know? Like, maybe aim lower. You're Edward Myrick. <laughs> Days go by. It's, ooh. Remember that? You can play a little bit. I don't. I would never listen to that. Um, I'll send you it. Uh, I, might, I might buy you the MP3 tonight and send it your way. Do people still gift each other MP3s? Is it possible? Yeah, of course. I might gift you an MP3 tonight. Or I'm sorry, an MPEG four, whatever Apple has, whatever they're dumb. MPEG four, right? Is that is their proprietary? And I'll tell extension. you what: when I see that three meg file come through, I'll say no room on the hard drive. Uh, that 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 is uh, that that grunion is going back into the sea. Pretty good band, the drums. Okay, not bad, not bad. All right. Um, um, by the way, do you know? Do you realize that this film spends almost a minute of our lives? Uh, with Josh Hamilton watching a videotape glitch. <laughs> I know that's when the, this is the part where they do wire the house up for, you know, they monitor the, you know, for, I guess for, for video, right. They, they wired up. Hamilton says something to he has a little joke to Carrie Russell. Do you remember what that is? Tell me. He says, uh, we're going to it'll help spice up our sex life or something. Or maybe she says it to him. Yeah. And then he, he she says it to him. He's thrilled. Yeah. He's like, it was like, that wasn't why I got it, but there's like an added benefit. And she's like, I don't want to see your dick. And she, he said, I, she said, yeah, but we can watch the aliens be in the room when we, when we sleep. She's and like, later masturbate through it. She's like, I'm hard again. The, the great thing is, is she does not want to touch his body until he gets a job and then she can't get enough. That's, but that's realistic in a way. I mean, they're, they're having a tough time and then they celebrate. And they celebrate by, you know, this 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 wedge has been driven between them. And it is, finally, the walls come down. They have a little good in their life. Hamilton got a fucking job, finally. He did something for his family, for once. 
And so it's the, time the, to, the, to get laid. The best you know? is, first of all, during that early breakfast scene, there's some a little bit of foreshadowing because she's drinking from a coffee mug that says, I only fuck the employed. <laughs> <laughs> but but um, have a funny sex scene too. Like, But hold on, hold on. See, because there's two things that are happening at the same time and it's amazing. So while he's getting the job, yes. she is realizing gray aliens are real and they're after our kid. It is. They so he, he gets home and he goes, I have news. And she says, so do I, which <laughs> I had. And then he goes, I got the job. And then I thought I'm imperfect. She said, aliens want our son hard. <laughs> and he's like, let's talk about my job. <laughs> so she did. She, she tucks back. She, she holds back her, her news whenever she's so excited. He has a job. And then he says, let's send the kids to the, to the friends tonight. So we can scromp. And then they have the scene. They cut to them in bed together, but they they pull the sheet. They're sitting up like cross-legged in front of each other. And they pull the sheet over them. Yeah. And then they cut to the alien spaceship and they show the gray aliens. And there's just subtitles that say, they say, what the fuck? <laughs> it's like our one skill is we can't see through sheet. <laughs> He's like, What's happening? They said, "Did we pick wrong?" And then, and then we also, and then we pull back, and Rooney Mara is totally taking care of business. Like, How'd you know what makes me work? <laughs> <laughs> so, by the way, they have a, they have the, there's this also, you know, these kids are getting these bizarre bruises on them from the aliens mainlining on them. <laughs> so, so they're, they're like, so the. The film turns on a dime and decides to they want to paint the parents as abusive to the entire world. So they, I mean, they double down job, on this yeah. right now. And it's so funny because like so she has this best friend lady who is a dead ringer for Vera Farmiga. Yeah. Her name is Mindy Christ or Mandy Christ, Mindy Christ, something like that. Mm-hmm. I couldn't believe she wasn't one of the Farmigas. She looks just like a mixture. Actually, was it Tessa? What's the other one called? Yeah, Tessa. They, she looks like if those two like were one. And then, you know, things start to escalate. You know, they're, they're starting to throw the kitchen sink at it. They got this moment where little Sammy, they do a shock moment where he's got no eyes, which is kind of great. Yeah. And then there's that scene where um, Jesse does what? He's in the forest and he's, his friend's like kind of chasing him and like pelting him with like a Paint gun. Know, shooting Paintball, yeah. gun or whatever. And then all of a sudden he freezes and does weird face up yeah. at the sky. Yeah. And he has like kind of a stroke. So that so this is so all this stuff happens. They, you know, Jesse's in the hospital. His parents come in there, and they the doctor said he's fine. He just seems like he might be being abused at home. And that guy that and plays then, the doctor always plays a doctor. And then at the same time, her best friend comes home with her youngest, and because he was at a pool, and there's bruises all over him. So then they they start yeah, like you said, get painted as abusive parents. The funny thing is, is the kid that they see at the pool, his bruises. And then they just. Look Cut like to the sky and you just hear aliens giggling. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh man, you got me. I want to hear aliens giggle so bad. God damn. Yeah, it's so weird though. The, the kid that the public sees, they make him look like a battered child. The kid that the public doesn't see gets crop circles on his body. What kind of bullshit is this? Those aliens are smart. Yeah, so they, they the doctor says those crop circles look like burns to him. Like, and you know, as he had been, and so then the dad just assumes that this older kid that his son's been hanging out with has been branding his son. Uh, and he starts to beat this kid up. Remember he, and that, yeah. that's another thing that neighbors don't like. They don't like to see this grown man wailing on a child. 
So this family's getting painted as abusive, as as crazy. They got bird blood all over their house. It's an, it's, he doesn't really you know, wail on the child. He does. He I don't know if he punches him, but he tackles him. And then the dad comes out, and his dad comes out, and then they fight. That scene was too quick. I was start. I didn't even have time to get ready. This mm-hmm. is like watching him pulverize. It's like, all right, this is. But what's happening here is that there's bad news news times forever happening. <laughs> there's nothing good ever happening. Only bad things happening. You know, she then tells Hamilton her news finally, and he's like, "We need to go see J.K. Simmons stat." Well, then she says. He doesn't like it. He's like, you're sounding crazy. You're sounding nuts that you think this is aliens. Um, and you're kind of wondering, like, why isn't he at least entertaining the, the thought a little bit? Because it is getting weird there. Like, I guess if you put yourself in his shoes, would you believe in aliens? I, I'd believe in it right away after the first thing happened. Yeah, if one of the pillows on my couch is a little unkempt, I believe in aliens. <laughs> <laughs> the, the the worst news that the, in the deleted scene, I don't know if you... Did you... Did you, I don't know if you read about this. Let's hear it. Is you talking aliens about? Are, are you talking about when his potato doesn't bake on time? He's like aliens. No, the aliens are the ones that gave him the job. <laughs> <laughs> they hired him. He's planning the next prank against his family. He doesn't realize. And, and they're like, uh, your salary uh, includes a four hundred one k, and by four hundred one k means I'm taking your oldest son. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking him. 401,000 miles away. Is that why he looks relieved at the end? There's less miles to feed? <laughs> Is that why he can't stop smiling? Yeah. You know, so that, I think, I think what, one of the things that helps turn Josh Hamilton towards believing in aliens is when he goes out in silent screams and his nose bleeds. Yes. He walks, he, he, he sleepwalks into the night, bleeds, screams. And then he still scullies after that. His son's got crop circles tattooed on him, and he still can't. He still can't get next to this aliens idea. Yeah, even even after the Hubble telescope records video of their family photographs floating around Saturn. <laughs> How about them doctor coming out with those sweet snaps of those those marks on a, their son's body? Yeah. Instead of showing them t- the sun, he's like, "Don't worry, we took Polaroids." Yeah. Well, no, actually, I saw the Olin Mills logo on the corner. And then his, you know, everybody's mad at the dad because he attacked the kid. And then, you know, his dad's desperate. Like everybody at this, everybody is mad at the dad. He's at his wits end. He realizes his family's got a bad case of aliens. And he finally says, I'm ready to believe. He says that. He does say that. Yeah. Not I want to believe. I'm ready to believe. He fully molders. Right. What do they do next? When he's ready to believe, where do they have to go? They got to go to the expert, J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons pulling a Hunter S. Thompson in his appearance there, looking a little huntery, and then and then he pulls a Donald Sutherland in JFK, where he he does a little monologuing, dropping mm-hmm. truth left and right, like yeah, he he gives him a quiz. He cult, matter of factly tells him all this shit about aliens, as if he's talking about you know his favorite spice. J.K. Simmons plays a guy that's tired but resigned to being visited by aliens. That's how he plays this. And it's true. He actually has given up, as he says. He has cats. He has all these cats. And he explains to the couple, he says, I have cats because dogs don't like the aliens. And when the aliens come, they always bark. Cats don't care. (laughs) Cats ain't bothered by the aliens. Yeah. So he goes, at least they're quiet. I have this image in my head of J.K. Simmons once having a full family. And one by one, they're fucking taking them and they're pulling up, not returning them thing on him like he's you know 
he's like the Brady Bunch square, and he's just looking around at empty boxes at this point. No, what happens? Did you see? There's that scene where he's over there, and Carrie Russell's trying to figure out what happened to him. What? Who did he lose? And he goes over by an empty aquarium and starts crying. And there's a picture of a goldfish. <laughs> he's like, if there was a lizard. <laughs> and then just a tail. He's like, yeah, aliens good. And she's like, actually, J.K. Simmons, I got some good news. J.K. gives him the quiz. He says, you know, sit down next to my cats. Let's let's have a quiz. And he says, you know, he says he has a couple questions at the beginning that aren't. If they answer yes to, he knows that they're frauds, you know, that they're. And he says, like, have you you know, seen lights in the sky or something? And they say no. But then he starts to really get to the questions and they just they start saying yes to everything. He knows that they're in trouble. He tells them that they're the reason they're seeing aliens like this is the end game because the aliens have been in your life for a long time. And now that you're seeing them, that means they're getting ready to take someone from the family. Mm -hmm. And then Kara Russell and Josh Hamilton high five and leave. (laughs) I thought that was strange. And, he, and then he says, does that mean we get to keep cable? <laughs> um, but they, he says there's, it's, it's not impossible. He said there's, there's been people that have been able to fight the aliens off. Sometimes people get returned, but it doesn't happen very often. So he says, you need to prepare for the fight of your lives. And they don't look happy. That's, a, that's bad news yeah. as well. To receive. And Hamilton's like, I did just get a job trying to inject a little happiness in, into it. And, you know, my wife just, she sat on top of me for four minutes the other night. That also was good. Yeah. And so they have to get a dog. And I thought that was kind of a neat scene that they go get, they go to the dog pound and Kara Russell picks like the worst dog, like the meanest looking dog. Yeah. You know, Clyde. <laughs> it's Clyde. Yeah. Clyde thinks he hit the jackpot. He's a junkyard dog. He's a, you know, he's a on death row. He has no good manners. Like he, he gets rescued over the other dogs. He's thrilled. They get him home and they go, by the way, Clyde, we're going to get an alien visit. Today. Yeah. This house is about to get rocked by grays. Just so you know, Clyde's Clyde. There's a shot of Clyde sweating his ass off while they, while they're boarding up the house and putting graffiti on the boards to hide alien, the scare aliens away. They're like, he's like, man, I fucked up. <laughs> I just can't believe my luck. You know, they give him some honey nut Cheerios instead of dog food. He's like, oh, I mean, I could kind of make it work. Do you get any treats? Yeah. No. And then he, he, there's a, there's a double take where the dog looks over and Dakota is putting peanut butter on his balls. <laughs> so, I mean, Josh Hamilton, I mean, let's face it. Everybody knows what gray aliens are most afraid of. So he buys a, a shotgun. He does. He gets a gun. I mean, that's understandable. He has to try to protect his family. Isn't it's not good to bring a gun in the house? I'll say. But when it, gray aliens have targeted you, I mean, get a crossbow too while you're at it. Yeah. You know, yeah. Get some holy water. You know, do do what you got to do. They didn't ask J.K. Uh, Simmons. They didn't ask him what aliens didn't like. Well, the, the real, J.K. Simmons didn't have the heart to tell him your odds are zero. <laughs> You might as well postmark that child, save him some money on stamps because he is going. Mm-hmm. Uh, get a self-addressed stamped envelope, put your son in it, and hope they return him. Wonder if J.K. gets the night off. Wonder if all the aliens kind of congregate on that one house that night. He gets the night to off to 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 not get probed. Right. 
Well, I do like um, the fact there's a scene where later on, after all the good shit happens, where he's reading the newspaper and he just clips that out. He's like, yep, there they they got it. That happened. Mm-hmm. He, they ask him why. They asked old JK. They're like, why us? Why did they target us? And JK is like, I get a finder's fee for each family or I recommend. <laughs> yeah, he said that he says that uh, you're not there's nothing special about you, which it makes Josh Hamilton wince. But, you know, he knows. I mean, deep down, he knows. Yeah, he knows. But uh, but just, they just see something that they that interests them. He's like, says something about them being lab rats. I do it's like the fact that they put graffiti on the boards. It's, that's that's a little playful, like to put all the graffiti all over everything. So at least they're having fun on their last day as a family. They do. They they board up the house. They graffiti the boards. You got Clyde pacing around in the background, going muttering to himself, "I was the worst dog at that place. What's the catch? What's the catch? I don't. What's happening?" And uh, he's starting to suspect something. He's like, "I was the worst dog marked for execution. I'm like number two on the depth chart in this group." He's got drool. They have drool. Hey, you know, he's they're eating. He's a good dog. You know, as, as as barky as he was in that facility, they're eating dinner. He's sitting there politely drooling on the floor. He's not jumping up on the table. Yep. He's not growling at the children. That's a good dog that they have. Yeah. It's and, a good purchase. And he protects him from the aliens. Oh, not at all. He hides. What does he do? He does what anyone would do. Yeah. He's asleep. I don't know. what Did they show him during the invasion? So they're they're sitting, they're gathered around the table. They're talking about their their past. They're talking about it's the Fourth of July. Aliens are doing an ID four type thing here. They're talking about their past Fourth of July. The first Fourth Fourth of July is for their children. Their children are they're having they're watching fireworks on TV. It's a nice moment. And then the aliens say enough of this shit. Yeah, they they come and they make this they make their presence known for reals. Mm-hmm. They start popping out the little wood screws. Like they start yeah. reverse, you know, they get, you know, they onboard the house. Send strange lights through every hole they can. The family splits up. To, you know, they, they try to guard the kids, but the aliens are already in. And there's house. a couple of hallucinations that happen here. Hallucinations like what? Well, that's, that's when, that's when um, the kids, oh, the kids, yeah, the kids, yeah. yeah, there's that whole, you know, everybody doesn't, they think something's happening. It's really not. You know, they think that everything's great or they think that this weird shit's happening and then some different weird shit's happening. Yeah. Well, what happens is they are finally all this crazy stuff happens. They gather in the bed, a bedroom. They're all together. I think minus Clyde. I don't think Clyde makes it in there. And then the aliens burst into the room and they're all weird in there. They're all like standing around and then everything goes quiet. It's like a construction site. So a lot of aliens standing around and then one alien doing the work, you know, uh, they go to their rental house. That's been a kind of a big you know, set piece in this movie. And Dakota Goyo, Jesse, he's walking through there and he's seeing weird things. He's seeing his friends watching that porno, like his his best friend and the girlfriend there. And they're talking weird. Then he sees his brother like kind of kneeling down. Then he sees his mom's dead body and his dad with the shotgun crying mm-hmm. and then he dad shoots himself you know it's like a weird it's a weird thing when you realize oops yeah they put old dakota goyo in some weird simulation because they taken him they taken jesse and and my favorite thing about this movie you know there's a twist ending in this thing but the twist ending isn't are aliens real Mm -hmm. or not the twist ending isn't are they going to take the kid or not the twist is oh they're taking a kid which one? 
<laughs> they just they're just not taking it's it's similar to Jeepers Creepers in a way, right? Like they do you think that they're in Jeepers Creepers that do you think they're he's targeting the sister? Right. Well maybe. Anyway, but they take you think the the, the aliens are gonna take the, the small child, but they got sights for Jesse. They get their eyes set on Jesse. They got their big old bug eyes set on Jesse. And they and they and they win one hundred percent slam dunk. The Vegas odd makers didn't even fucking bother addressing it. Jesse gone. And then his last words is like, don't worry, they put porn in the sim. I'm good. <laughs> There is a silver lining to this. You'll get to hear my tortured screams over a walkie-talkie <laughs> for eternity. So, yeah, the, the family are now accused of killing their own son like because he's missing. So they expect these bu- abusive parents to have done, a, you know, to have killed their own son. So, that, you know, it cuts to months later, and the dad has a he's, – he's starting J.K. Simmons in his office. He's got, like, a alien map up across the United States. Carrie Russell's, uh, I guess, packing up her son's things. I don't know what she's doing there, but she's moving. I guess maybe they're moving from the house or something. And, um, you know, they're sad. They're missing a member, Nick. Yeah. And then they, like you said, they through a walkie-talkie, they hear, uh, they get contacted by Dakota, Dakota, Dakota Goyo. And he ain't happy. Yeah. I like the idea of the aliens returning the body of Jesse at some later date and his insides are outsides and his legs are, everything's all nutted out. And then the alien says, I, th- I think you're supposed to rewind these when you bring it back. Right. Oh, that's, Oh, that's, that's tapes. That's tapes. Isn't it? Sorry. Well, we were, we were around your son. Jesse is fucked, but they've been, tar- they, they do imply that the aliens have been targeting Jesse since a, he was a baby. They were interested since the sonogram. Um, they liked what they saw, and they they said we saw they the, made him sick at first. Yeah, we saw that he had these mysterious illnesses throughout his life. Yeah, we we saw the teaser. We knew we had to see the finished product. It was nice that they did leave a little nice like uh, congratulations card for Josh Hamilton about his job. <laughs> it's nice, you know, it's cute. Um, they did not for someone that was missing a family member at the end. They did not look that distraught. Yeah, say so they looked like they were getting on with it. Yeah. And I guess that look was just trying to tell you it could have been worse. Right. Could, you know? Yeah. Well, Sam is like, plus they got to keep, keep things on an even keel for Sammy. You know, you don't want Sammy to grow up. I mean, it's bad enough. He lost his big brother, but you don't want they need to keep it together for Sammy's sake. You know, you mean the favorite. And then uh, one of the aliens says, uh, don't get too attached to Sammy either. <laughs> yeah. So they're, they're still going to be visited, right? Isn't that what JK says? You, it's not like they leave. Yeah. They just they took what they needed, and they'll still come and and fuck with you guys for the rest of your life. Yeah, lives. Now people really do believe this stuff. Like that's the thing is, like I kind of read a little bit. People do believe like that aliens do this, yeah. and that there's you should there's ways to ward them off. I mean, it's hard not hard to believe that people believe it, but yeah. Have you ever thought maybe that you were visited by an alien or? Mm-hmm. I beg. I beg, man. I put my pictures out, you know. I put some yummy lettuce. I, I do as much as I can. Any gray attractant I could find, you know. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. I wonder if Whitley Stryber saw this one. Yeah. I wonder what he thought. A little too real for him? Did he have to walk out? I don't think so. I don't think. I, I don't think he'd see it. 
competition. Yeah. Yeah, he was all under the grays too. Now, what are the three alien species they mentioned in this? Do you remember that? Grays, I think he says sectoids and, mm-hmm. and uh, reptilians, right? Yeah, JK says he don't even think the reptilians are real. But he, I guess he does believe in the insectoids. I think I've been great if he's like, there's grays. Mm-hmm. There's the Etic Removabits guy. <laughs> and then there's Starman. And then he just fucking drops the mic and leaves. <laughs> I'd ask JK, my first question is, I'd be like, are there any nice crews? By the way, what, any, you know what would have nice been a great title for Starman? Hmm. A bridge is too far. So look, on this alien ship, they got fucking doorways and tunnels and shit. But if you follow the buzzing, sometimes there's not a probing, but a tat man made. So if you were to be able to put your own dark sky tat on your body. I mean, first of all, that's a privilege yeah. to be able to, to, to ink that onto your skin. Uh, something from this film. And there's a lot to do. There's a lot. There's a lot to think about here. I got a beautiful tat on my arm. Perfect. A perfect boy. Mm hmm. Just a like the the Norman Rockwell perfect boy, people like that is beautiful. Is this a loved one? And then I I pull the rest of my sleeve up, and underneath there is all the gray standing around him, hands outstretched, like we are just about to partake. It's Christmas. <laughs> it's not a bad tat. I'd have a similar. I just pull out a little goodness from this one, Nick. I don't want to tattoo anything in my body that's negative. Yeah. You know, you know me, right? Right. I keep it positive. So I got that big mural of Christ on my back. Uh, but I would have a tattoo on my chest of the uh, of a sweet moment from this film. It's in an office building, a, a sunlit office building in, out in the in the foyer area, like the, the hall. And Josh Hamilton is shaking hands with his new boss. Mm-hmm. And, it says, and under it says, you're hired, J.H. <laughs> and then he's kind of... He's scratching his ear a little bit, and that just to leave, <laughs> let you know that there's something still wrong. But he got hired. That'd be a little sweet moment, I think. You're hired, yeah. JH. Yeah. Twelve hours in the chair mm-hmm. to get that. Pretty good. At least. <laughs> Excuse me, customer. Are you sure it needs to be a sunlit office building? First of all, I've told you my name was Justin many times. You don't have to call me customer. Excuse me, customer. <laughs> well, I'm, I, I'm, I'm taking on the role of the tattoo artist. Excuse me, customer. Yeah. It's just the, ta- the tattoo artist is like, sir, does it have to be sunlight coming into the office? I mean, that's mm-hmm. you're pushing, you're using every tool in my box, you know? That's what he gets for not getting a real education. Look, the film's over. But lo and behold, after the credits, there's a little bonus scene, a little stinger. I mean, that could have lived in this universe for hours. Yeah, I mean, but you know what I'm saying? That's one thing. When this movie's over, it's not a relief. I want. I wanted to keep going. Mm-hmm. I wanted to keep riding this vehicle of joy. But what? What you're talking about? The, the deleted scene over the credits. What, what is that? What you're asking? Yeah, the post credit stinger. Yeah, so like, uh, you see this UFO hovering over the Grand Canyon. You know, like it's almost like they. It's almost like the aliens are visiting. It's like they're kind of taking in the sights. Like they're on. They're touring the wonders of the world, right? You know, they want to see these natural wonders, right? But they're not there. They're just there to dump their shit. So they just blow Dylan Goyo's <laughs> dissected corpse into the <laughs> Grand Canyon's maw. <laughs> we do they just need after all that time, after 14 years of observing, they just needed him for three minutes. <laughs> Credits roll flash into the spaceship's interior 
three of the aliens are running in fear from something, screaming. Yeah. And a fourth alien is wearing Jesse's skin, chasing them, going, ooh, ooga booga. You know, like, look at me, scary person. You know, he's got Jesse's entire skin suit, like he's wearing it, and like all it's all loose on him, chasing him around. And then there's like a, you know, and then of course, like, then it starts to fade, then it fades back in, and then it's like the locker room on the spaceship, and that alien is whipping, like flicking them with his skin like a towel. He's, he's bullying the other aliens with his skin, just whoop, puss, you little wuss. Here, you afraid of a little child body? Then the credits, yeah, sure. credits roll and says no animals were harmed during the film. No, but uh, that makes sense. Another Jeepers Creepers reference. <laughs> Obviously. Wearing a skin suit, huh? Yeah, making an account. Look, your account has been burnished with coins to finance your own enterprise related to dark skies. Like a business? Yeah. I'm cross-branding. I'm, I'm basically doing a, a takeover. Marketing. Mm-hmm. A marketing scheme. And it's, it's fucking brilliant. Grey Poupon. <laughs> the Grey's Poupon? Yeah, I mean, I'm just, it's just a refresh of the packaging, really. Yeah, it's like it's branded differently. Spelled Grey a little sure. different. For eagle-eyed fans, you know, if you look at the ingredients, there's like mustard and hydrated soy, soybean or extract and all this. And then Jesse is like one of the ingredients. That's it. <laughs> it's real subtle. But the people that know, know. And and I, I, I guarantee there's a little bit of that suggestive selling. You know, if, you, if you're telling somebody that this vitamin is going to make you lose weight, then it might be a self-fulfilling sure. prophecy. But those people are spreading that on their steaks and like, I, I got to tell you, this tastes a little better. There's, I, yeah. I think I could taste the Jesse. It might be in your head, yeah. but yeah. it doesn't matter. Yeah. Might be his head that you're spreading. Uh, I would do a, a you know, I do... Across, I yeah, I make a product as well, and it would be, I would set up shop my product in a in a ski shop, and it would be at like a black Paris skis, you know, dark skis, right? <laughs> and so I would, it would be the, the that's you know, just and I'd say, and just the display it would have a pair of these black these slick black skis, and just like just like the movie, just like the movie, <laughs> <laughs> and customers would come in and they go, what movie? You know, dark skies. Oh, yeah. and they're like, uh, "What do you? What, first of all, what's that movie?" And was there skiing in it? Just like the movie, dark skis. Yeah, it's like when it's like when I went and I bought this movie and and that Will Smith romance romantic comedy, and I watched them back to back. I was like, "Where's Ben Stiller? Where's Owen Wilson?" Can't look. You're in dark skies. What shape does your performance take? I mean, I'm the surviving bird out of that you know, 800. I'm the 801 bird. <laughs> I veered at the last minute. I I had my mind. I wasn't control. Like I broke my, I broke the mind forge man, whatever they have, the mind control over me. I veered the last second. I broke that connection. As I'm celebrating, I hit the neighbor's window and die. (laughs) (laughs) As I'm about to, to beak out my triumphant yell, I break my neck (laughs) on the, on the Wilson's glass. Oh. Yeah. So then, so then the hazmat team goes to the my, the neighbor's yard, and there's they just have to send one person over with one pair of tongs. Yeah. <laughs> we get eight hundred here. We got one here. We sure it didn't roll over from. No, no. It, it looks like it did. There's a little blood on this window here. So. By the way, yeah. this is the second movie we've done with Grays. Yeah. Dreamcatcher. It's true. Mister Gray. Right. 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 Um, 
So we almost did communion too, which would have had grays. Well, yeah, we'll do that eventually. So I'm uh, the ju- the jury foreman. I'm like I'm uh, you know I'm, I'm on the ju- I'm on the jury for mm-hmm. the trial of these parents and the disappearance of their child. And most people in the jury are like, I feel for these guys that I can't imagine. Grace. I can't imagine what they're going through. I, I look Grace. I look at poor Sammy, and I'm like, how he's lost a brother. His parents are shattered. He. I, I, the, the the evidence does not look good, but most people have a little compassion, and I'm the guy that's there, and I'm like, "Fuck this! I'm gonna I'm gonna influence everybody in this jury to convict these people for the maximum penalty." There's a really cute girl in the in the jury too. I'm, I'm, I want I want to make time with her, and I'm giving her the looks, and I'm she's pretty impressed with my leadership, and I sure. and eventually I do sway I sway that entire jury to put these people under the jail, you know. And then uh, she's like, uh, you want to go get some dinner now that we're not having to be sequestered? And I'm like, no, I'm I'm actually a gray. And, and I fucking turn into my normal form and dart the fuck out. It's like the last prank. <laughs> yeah. Killed it. Yeah. 12 angry grays. <laughs> How many grays were in their house at the end? Did you count? Uh, there was a handful. Mm-hmm. There's more than, I'd say, five. Yeah. Um, I wonder if one of them was still fucking with, like, everybody else is like, Honing in on the kid, and there's one of them who was still like trying to set up a prank. Like he was putting like marshmallows in like the dishwasher or something. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's like I don't think I'm on the same page. What level of prank are we at? Yeah, what are we? And, and then one of the other aliens says, "Yeah, the parents, his parents, party pretty hard when they were pregnant with him. He, he didn't come out right. He's more puce. He's not even. A, he's not even really gray." Um. Oh, you do a sequel. So my 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 sequel is sort of tied to that what I was telling you about uh, they're in jail. She's in a, a women's prison. He's in a men's prison, obviously. Mm-hmm. And they are telling their story to everybody who listen. It's kind of kept them sort of in the good graces of the other inmates. You know, they're in gen pops. They got to be careful because you know, they, they could get something in their prison wallet pretty quick. They're telling that story and people are like, you know, I don't know if I believe them, but uh, it's a good story. A story. Well, right. a story well told. You know, and I, I have a, my wife's over in another prison and she told me about the husband, you know, the, the wife is saying the same, ah, what a, what a good way to pass the time. And then at the end of the night, you know, they're in their cell and they're just like, well, at least I have peace. And then just like every other night, the grays show up outside. The, they're just kind of, you know, Hey, and then they just, they, they, they say, yeah, I still got him. He's fucking awesome. And then they go, they're gone. <laughs> He's fucking awesome. <laughs> and uh, Mine is, and Sammy, by the way, Sammy is in jail too. <laughs> Sammy's having a shit life, you know. Uh-huh. Yeah, he had the worst lawyer. They all got different lawyers. He had the worst one. He's on death row. <laughs> <laughs> the weird thing is, the only one who's not on death row is the dog. <laughs> what a turn of events! <laughs> and so. My sequel would pick up aboard that damn UFO. Jesse Jesse's aboard the ship, kidnapped, abducted, experimented on in his in his prison cell. But it's like it's a room. They try to kind of make it like his room at home. You know, they I don't know. They throw some crayons in there, some you know four walled piece of shit. You know, he's he's in hell. I mean, let's just put it, be honest. You know, yeah. But they do throw a couple things from his house in there. Like they let him have one of his band posters. You know, they get they. Uh, they give him Clyde's jaw. <laughs> <in> there. <laughs> he 
He's not that bothered because he knew that dog for less than a day. Right. Um, they have, you know, a baseball bat. I don't know what they have in there. That's a little wink to signs. You know, they have just a little, like, they're kind of having fun. They, they they throw stuff in there. That walkie-talkie, obviously. But, um, so he, at night, he starts to go sleep. And when he wakes, you know, when he wakes up, things in his room are, are, are fucked with. Like, they're, they're messed around. The dog jaws flipped upside down. The poster is... Yeah, there's like a, I don't know. Uh, it's 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 on the wall, but it's backwards, so it's the back is facing you. Yeah. You can't see what's on it. And Jesse's like, this is ridiculous. So like, they're gonna still fuck with me, and I'm like, I'm I'm abducted, and they're still doing this. The aliens are like, we're not doing this. This ain't us. <laughs> there's another alien <laughs> breed, the reptilians or whatever. Yeah. They're targeting Jesse as well, and they're they're beaming into the UFO, and 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 messing things around. Yeah, you know, it's like a it's like a you know uh, Jock's first nerds type thing. At the, all of a sudden, Hell yeah, yeah. And so Jesse, poor Jesse, caught in the middle. They, they, in the rest of the movie, they just keep kidnapping him back and forth, <laughs> passing him around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the prize. Somehow, he's the prize. Man, I thought you were gonna say. I really thought you were gonna say is that the kid, see the kid, and, he, and he's sitting in a room, and he's like, "I had the worst, I had the worst nightmare." And then they show him back, you know, back with his family, right? And then, and then he pull back, and he's telling the gray aliens, "It's like I dreamt I was at home with my family." And then, and then he's like, "Thank God, thank God, I'm here with you, Zekdorf." That's not Zekdorf. <laughs> he's hanging out with. Good old Zachdorf. Yeah, he's, he's Zachdorf and Roger, and he's like, "Thanks for everything, dudes." I'm not saying he's having a bad life. But after a while, you start. I mean, it's horrible, and you probably go insane. But after a while, you start. It starts to fade to normalcy, right? Like you're like, "Okay, well, I'm hurtling through space." By the way, we also did fire in the sky. We did. It's a big one. Those were mean aliens as well. A hard disagree. You thought they were nice? Yeah, sweet. Uh, they didn't prank anybody though. They just abducted. I, I don't know. I, I call it pretty pranky. They cut to the chase. They cut the DB. No, oh, Travis Walton. Hmm. But they they had him in that stretchy filament, weird membrane. Let him scream for a while. Sort of hmm. fucking with him. That's true. Yeah. That's true. But I, I feel like they just kind of you know they had they had a couple kidnaps in there. But their knees He's didn't the... bend backwards like the best. Mm-mm. So you're floating at sea. You've got an island where you've collected all of these items from various films. And today is your turn to take some from Dark Skies. Right. Lots of cool props. Lots of interesting shit. Where are you going? The monitoring system isn't looking bad. They got, by the way, they got a little uh, rip on uh, Independence Day in this. What? what JK. What about it? He says, um, they're not here to destroy monuments. Right. You know? Yeah. I mean, I'll take Clyde. I'm taking the junkyard dog. It's a good call. Taking Clyde. Yeah, I mean he's that's a great. That's your first pet, I think so. Yeah, and then I say I I teach. I yeah. The first thing I say to him on the island, I say fetch, and he he brings Jesse back. That's all they had to do. (laughs) It's all they had to do the whole time. Say fetch. (laughs) Leaps into space, grabs Jesse, comes back. Uh, But yeah, I take Clyde. What a great name for a dog, by the way. Yeah. What a beautiful mutt. You know, bark worse than the bite, obviously. Yeah. You know, looks can be deceiving. I feel bad for him. He needs a good home. He needs a different home. He needs a to be trapped in the island with me right. and a bunch of things with movies for movies. Yeah, I don't have any porn on my island yet. 
That's hard to believe. And I don't think that's factually true. <laughs> so I'm taking Sammy. Uh, because he's uh he's alone. Wow. He's uh I don't know how, wait, hold on for let me just let me hit pause real quick. Those two sentences are tough. <laughs> Let's see how he gets out of this one. I would have taken Jesse, but I wouldn't want to deprive the aliens of their toy. Okay, fair. I don't want to ruin their day, right? So I got Sammy taking him from from his his uh, wherever they put him. The six year old, the six year old kid. Yeah, was the silent screamer. Right. <laughs> yeah, just trying to square what you're saying. I'm trying to. I'm waiting for it. Yeah. To get better. <laughs> Don't, uh, he's got a bad family. His parents are having a rough go. They, they can't support him. I, I don't particularly like him. I don't feel any sort of a paternal instinct to protect him. Is it helping yet? You're saying that like, I'd be shocked to hear it. This is all sounded normal. What's throwing me is you said you have no porn on your island. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking Sammy. So please fix that for me. <laughs> please make it better that's a case of self-editing because i was going to build up to me taking that videotape and then i pivoted right. but i just went from a to z and just took sammy fair enough okay so they're not necessarily not necessarily related um but no i got him on the island but i don't like him mm-hmm. i don't care about his future how could you like him exactly it looks like it looks like a worse jacob tremblay that kid so i'm just gonna I'm going to cast him out to the sea. No, no, to the far side of the island. Mm-hmm. Go occupy yourself. Go out there, Gary Larson. It's like you—you you just roam, you know. Best of luck, you know. Are you going to put him to work? No, no. Like I don't want to ever see. Him. I don't want to see him. I don't want to. I don't. Want, I don't want him to come. You know. I, I, there's a line of demarcation where where he's allowed and where he's not allowed. Mm-hmm. But I just shoo him over there. Right. And let him roam and, and, and find his way as a person, you know, because I think what will happen is he'll develop skills. He'll develop life skills. Sure. And he'll be able to provide for himself. He'll be able to live his days in a, in a relatively safe place. You know, as long as he doesn't just peek over the, the line and see what I'm what I've got going on. I hope he doesn't look at anything on your eyes. I, I worry about his worry about his yeah, mental health. He's been through a lot. Yeah, So I've created a Sammy sanctuary, basically. on my Okay. Sounds like yeah. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And whatever happens, happens. He's he's good to go. It's like yeah. Skull Island, you know? He what lurks over the over there is there is your business, you know? Every once in a while, you know, I'll you know, I'll I'll send a fucking flare over, you know, just, you know. If something good happens on my you know, I'll celebrate. You know, maybe if maybe uh I, I, I whip out something good and I'll I'll just oh. I'll pop on my loudspeaker. Oh. Yeah, you know, I make a, oh. a good meal. I, I make a good meal or I I, I, I reach some sort of a milestone. Sure. I'll just like broadcast fucking nailed it. And he'll just hear that echo through the island. Right. Yeah. I'm just wondering, like, you know, we take things that we like to take from the movie. You say you take someone you don't like and then immediately cast them away. There's got to be a purpose. No, there doesn't. Because his, the purpose is he's got a shit set up. At a, you know, he's going to be put into a foster home, which is mm-hmm. something he doesn't want. As far as I know, the grays can't get him here. Oh, so you're act yeah, so that's what you meant by sanctuary. It's, it's a selfless gesture. I ate him. I don't want the best for him. 
but I'm mm-hmm. giving him a, a neutrality, a place to, to exist free of life's struggles, free of the, the, the sad, you know, sad hand he's been dealt mm. and the grays are furious. But yeah, I gave him, I gave him, I threw him a bone basically. I did the same for Clyde. He threw his jawbone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I disregard the rotting stench. I smell on the horizon a few weeks later. I disregard it. Well, yeah, I hope you don't come across his journal and he has where he had brought with him that said the worst, the worst time of my life scratched out. <laughs> sure. He's like, thanks for putting me on this. The other side of your island where a hundred percent wolf population. He have, he survived an alien abduction and then you abducted him to the island to save him from foster like a foster family that would care for him maybe, or I think it'd be great if, if he, you know, he searches and searches mm-hmm. and finally he comes across like this cave in his part of the Island. And there's a note inside the cave that says, that's what you get signed tailless lizard. Chips <laughs> 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 It's a pirate's life for me I see reasons You find me unsavory I see treason But I'll be surprising you It's nothing personal to you Such a sight I see reasons You find me in the same I see reasons But I'll be surprising you It's nothing personal to you Compatriots and prisoners Are all aligned It's a pleasure cruise If you close your eyes Let the waves rock you Personal to 